What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time. It's media clash time, and we've kind of been away for a couple of weeks because, uh, yeah, I'm still completely trashed by that torn- from that tornado, and uh, I've been laid up uh, on some meds and stuff for the past couple of weeks, and I'm finally feeling good enough to record. So, with that being said, we are going to talk about, you know, the things we do in our pastime, uh, you know, in the part time, in the mead time, movies, videos. Movies, video games, everything else that we do. You know what kind of stuff we talk about. I'm Wayne, as always, joined by... Paul. And let's get into it. Let's get into what we've been watching and what we've been playing. We've both seen something actually pretty massive, uh, which a lot of people have seen this past weekend. We'll see what the second weekend returns are. Uh, But before we get to that, I'll talk about some other things that um, I've watched because I did in my time of being laid up on this sofa, get to watch uh, Wrath of Man, which is a Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie movie. And it is a very Guy Ritchie movie. It is... uh, I will say, like, Jason Statham isn't, you know, impervious in this movie, unlike his other movies. Like, he takes damage. He gets shot. He gets beat up. But it, I mean, it is a Guy Ritchie way. Like ultimately, you, the twist is he's a criminal himself. Well, yeah, the Guy Ritchie, um, his movies ain't the typical Jason Statham movies that you see, where you'd be lucky to get like a punch landed on him. Yeah, he. I mean, he. So like, all, in the premise of like all the trailers you saw of this is like the 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 robbery, or whatever, and you know his son gets killed like Jason Jason Statham gets shot like four or five times at the exact same time in that uh and then ultimately you come to find out he's like a a crime boss in LA himself and he goes on like a killing spree of all these like other groups that could have possibly put together the uh a, a bank car heist and then ultimately decides to go infiltrate the cash uh, truck business because he they've come to the realization it was more than likely an inside job, and it ends up being like this old army unit that was just you know kind of bored. None of them had any money really. That were doing these heists and one of them just got out of hand and he shot up Jason Statham's son and Jason Statham happened to be there then saw him do it and got shot for him got shot for his troubles and then you get the 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 premise of the movie but it's done in a very Guy Ritchie fashion where you have like the present and then it goes to like three months later and then it goes to like five months earlier and, you know, it shows, like, it's it's also almost, like, cut into, like, three, like, the, each act, like, the first act, second act, and third act all have, like, titles. And it's, like, something that one of the characters says in the actual act, like, is the name of the, the act. But from what I, I mean, it was a very quick in the beginning. I think it's based on another movie, like a foreign film that Guy Ritchie just basically redid. Or a or a book like it's based on something. This isn't like 
a, a Guy Ritchie original. It's it's like a adaptation of either another movie or a book or, or a story. You ever seen The Gentleman? No, I have not. That's the one with Charlie Hunnam, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. Very good. It's on Netflix. Um, I remember watching... I went to the movie theater to watch that one, and it it was very good. Like, it's it's a very classic Guy Ritchie film, and it's got great acting in it. Um, Hugh, Hugh Grant is very good as the sleazy reporter guy. Mm-hmm. And then Matthew McConaughey is the, the weed dealer dude. But the Charlie guy who plays as um, uh, Matthew McConaughey's, I guess, right-hand man is very good in it. And um, I mean, Guy Ritchie's just like, is, is a really good filmmaker. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I liked his version of King Arthur. Once, they, once he got rid of Madonna. Oh, yeah, he went back to making good movies. Yeah. Um, he got his money from Aladdin from Disney, so... Well, I mean, it's it, it, it. He 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 still makes really good, and his, all his old movies are really good. So, Rock and Roll is very Rock and Roll is an amazing movie, very underrated. Yes, Rock and Roll is a great movie. Um, because that was supposed to be Statham's third, fourth, fourth Guy Ritchie film, but I think he was off doing something else. So. And Clive Owens did it. No, Butler. no, Gerard Butler did it. That's yeah. right. It is a great cast too. Like that has a, an amazing. Yeah, yeah, cast. that has a very good, a, 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 a very good cast. I, I, go, I say go watch any Guy Ritchie movie. I mean, they all have, like, some of his moderns like, has its little hangups, but I mean, there's you can see if you go watch his old stuff and then watch his new stuff. Like, there's definitely, there's still part of that style, his old style and his new stuff. Yeah, like his version of King Arthur was like giving guy his his hundred million dollars and go make a go make king author an action movie and that's what he did and didn't make any money i mean it didn't make any money but to me i still like that movie Mm. soundtrack was awesome yeah i remember working at it canal place and every in credits every time i had to go in and clean it i had to listen to that that same song over and over until it got stuck in my head and i started liking it Didn't all three of us? You, me, and Scott watched it. Did we not? No. Who was there? It was me, Scott, and somebody else watched that at Shelmet. I don't think it was me. I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was me. I don't know. I think it was you. I think it was you, me, and Scott. Because Teresa wasn't there. Yeah. But uh, the other thing I watched uh, while laid up on the sofa, I watched Fast 9, the Fast Family, whatever the hell it's subtitled. And uh, it's it gets a three out of three out of five. It, it's it, you know, it's got good bits. It's got bad bits. I mean, I like the early Fast and the Furious movies. I like three is my favorite. And then one and then. Like the rest of them kind of start to blend together. Uh, I think five is the other good one, but there's stuff in this one that I'm like, this, you know, this is good story stuff, and it should have been in like the earlier movies, because you finally get to see, you know, the whole first movie is about 
you know, the whole backstory on Vin is like, you know, he beat a guy at the racetrack with a wrench because his dad, like he pitted his dad into the wall and his dad died in an explosion on the racetrack. And you actually get to see this and they integrate John Cena's as his brother. And it's, you know, explained properly in the vein of fast and furious. They even make reference to like the Toretto family being of mixed descendancy. So the fact that, you know, clearly John Cena's white <laughs> and, you know, Dominic and, and Mia are not, <laughs> Is, is explained in a way. So, I mean, Justin Lin is a good director. He's a good writer. You know, he was able to explain things, you know, enough. And then, you know, you have... But the, the big hang-up is Vin Diesel in that movie. Like, it's just... It's an ensemble cast, but it still all revolves around Dominic Toretto... And clearly Vin Diesel is past his workout prime or the fact that he doesn't stay in muscular shape year round like John Cena and The Rock do. He looked flabby in scenes. Did you ever see uh, Bloodshot? No. I had no desire to want to see Vin Diesel in Bloodshot because it was a complete bastardization of the comic book, you know, just from jump. Yes. Yes, it was. That poor fuck. I don't even remember what production company that was, but they bought that whole variant fucking library, rights to the whole variant comic book library, and that movie just killed all of it. A valiant library, not variant, valiant. Yeah, I think valiant. It was that. Yeah, valiant comics. Um, the only thing good about that film is they play Psycho Killer a lot in that fucking film. You you will get it stuck in your head. I mean, I don't, like, his, his, like, I think his, like, the Fast and the Furious movies, like, killed his career, really, to do anything else. Well, Pitch Black was a good movie. He, like, you go through his catalog, if it wasn't for the Fast Furious fucking Oh, yeah, he hasn't done, he hasn't done dick since then. Yeah. But, I mean, like, he was in other good movies before that. I take it back. All right. So, other than just saying fucking Groot over and over. Well, I mean, you, yeah, I don't booth. count those, but I'm like, yeah. he was in what? The Witch Hunter? No. The Last uh, Witch or something like, like that? before all that. Like, he was in like Boiler Room. Boiler Room. Fast the- and the Furious is not a, like the original Fast and the Furious is not a bad movie. Oh God, it's the most 2000 fucking movie you ever watch. But it's still like, it's kind of accurate to yeah. LA car culture at the time. Um... I Save mean, and it was basically just fucking Point Break. Saving with Private cars, he was in Saving Private Ryan. Like he had, yeah. he he could have had a career and built up, like be inside, you know, secondary characters and working his way up. A commercial for Sewer Sharks. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about movie wise. Like he, he, um, I think his career could have went on different because he wasn't going to do the sequel. He didn't do he didn't do Fast and Furious two, but when that made money, he was like, oh, hold up. Yeah, because he wanted, I think he wanted a shit ton of money, and he left. Well, no, because his whole thing was, I don't do sequels. Like, he was going to try and be that artsy, you know, and then two made money, and then when they were going to make, they came around to the third one, it's like, 
all right, we'll see. We'll uh, let me test the waters. I'll come in and, at the end, and the very end, and do the the uncredited cameo at the very end of three. Triple X. The first Triple X wasn't bad. I mean, it was another. It could have been better. The most two thousand fucking. But I mean, it w- it made it made sense for the time. Like, let's make a James Bond movie with n- without the pretentiousness of a James Bond movie. So the premise was there. Like on my scale of like, should this movie exist? I think Triple X should exist. Did it get bogged down by like some shitty writing on top of it? Yes. And it's also the um, and then the fact that I don't do sequels, so we get Ice Cube in the the next one. And then hint at his return for and, the third and one. And then, you know, they bring him back for the third one that I don't even remember coming out. Because here's the thing. On this, the DVD for the second one, He's, they kill him off. Yeah. they He snowboards down the side of a mountain with no snow in that one. Yeah, I mean, it was... He could have, if he'd have continued... after, If he'd have did the second one and it would have been written better... I think it would have been like it could have been a franchise for him. Granted, he would have had to stay in shape like the fucking rock and all them do year round. Oh, um, which I don't think he can do. I think the reason why he came back to the Fast and the Furious movies is because he wanted to make Chronicles of Riddick, and that was the oh, only yeah, way he, he got the he got the the he got the rights to that entire IP. Yeah, so the only way he can get the studio to fund it is like he, he had to came, come back yeah, if he came to back, Fast yeah, and Furious. I mean, that's what it was. But I mean, originally he was like, I don't do sequels. Like, yeah. I, he didn't want to do sequels. That's why he didn't do the second Triple X. And again, the second Triple X, let's. Oh, everybody loved the GTO from the first one. Let's gaudy it the fuck out, like, you know, Pimp My Rod style. And like, yeah, I mean, it was the very 2000s of 2000s movies, but. It had it had decent premises underneath it. You ever seen videos or stories about the people that had their rides pimped out? Yes, they they were horrible. Yeah, like nothing worked. One of the one of the guys I follow, like a couple of the guys I I follow on YouTube, uh, Tavarish bought Hoovy the like Chrysler van that got turned into like the bedazzle bead fucking. He bought him that. Restored it and then brought it to like Exhibit? movie. Like he, oh. he made he brought it back to like the pimp my ride luster. Like replaced the monitors and like everything in it, and like he just gave it back to him like not that long ago. Yeah, because I heard a story of like the person got the car, and when they got it home, like a couple days later. Like all the wiring was all fucked up. Like none yeah, of the shit. They, there was one shit was working. Everything. There was one where they had the they they took the front of like the car that came in and like welded it to the back of a donor car, and the dude couldn't get it registered because <laughs> California wouldn't register it like that. Because hmm. they, um, according to the person, it was like they only had it working for television, mm-hmm. but once they finished filming. There you go. There you go. And it, a lot of times, a lot of the things that were on those cars, they had to undo because they weren't legal. Yeah. And California is really strict on cars. Like, there's crap well, I can get away here, get away with here, like, no problem. <clears throat> but in California, like, you, you know. I guess considering we're talking about Fast and Furious, talk about the news of 
Justin Lin. Oh yeah, had he enough, fucking he he dimed out on fucking Fast Ten. Had enough of prima donna fucking Vince Vin Diesel. So that's I don't. Here's the thing: I don't even know what the hell Ten could be about because the stinger from Nine is like Han going to see fucking Shaw. So it's we're supposed to believe Han like Shaw killed Han, which. Because they now do the whole, like, secret black ops CIA shit. Like, Mr. Nobody, like, had already prearranged, like, with Han to be able to get out. And, you know, there's a whole convoluted fuck. That's the kind of shit that I'm, like, aggravated that it went that dumb. But, like, so is, you know, are we going to get a... Is is Han and and Shaw going to be the fucking main focal point of Ten? Or are we going to get a Han versus Shaw like we got a Hobbs versus Shaw movie? Because I'm all for fucking Han just jumping ship and going to the Rocks movie. Since the Rock told Vin Diesel basically go fuck off. (laughs) In the nicest way possible. (laughs) Well, the... um, Also, speaking of going back to... Jason Statham, you know there's a fucking fourth Expendables coming out in a yes, couple no, months. No. I had so no bad. idea until like that CinemaCon thing happened. I know there's a bunch of people complaining that there's not enough. Uh, they're not casting enough female action stars in the movie. Wasn't Ronda Rousey in one of them? Like Ronda Rousey was in three. Like she wasn't, in, but she wasn't an action star. Like oh. again, she got fucking put in that movie because of her name, just like she got fucking in the WWE because of her name. Michelle Yeoh. As in this one, I think. Okay. But I mean, that was there was like, I think I think Ronda Rousey was the only woman in the last one. But people are like, there are plenty of women like Michelle Yeoh, Mila Jovovich, like uh, that the white woman, that woman from the all the old karate movies. Cynthia Rock, Rock chick. Yeah, what I, you know, yeah, yeah, from the old fucking Hong Kong movies and shit. Yeah. Like, she's still a lot, like, you could put her in it. Like, there's a whole bunch of, like, women action stars, and what are we getting this one? We're getting fucking, I think we're getting Michelle Yeoh, and we're getting Megan Fox. Wait, what action movies was Michelle, Fo- Megan Fox in? Independence Day. No. Megan Fox wasn't in Independence Day. Oh, not Megan Fox, uh, Transformers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she was in two Transformers movies. I... Fucking blanked out and went to very, uh, very a Fox. No, uh, there's something, like there's plenty of other women they could have put in these movies as action stars, but they just, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone. She was put them in there. She's in a. I mean, what the, what's her face can get put in it? Megan Fox is in like some direct to DVD or direct to I know, streaming. Yeah, some VOD action film or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she plays like a fucking assassin or like, something. Like that. I think she's like either like a like. One of those mercs, you know, post Middle East War fucking veterans. Um, I mean, what's up, fate? Linda Hamilton, like yeah. one of the biggest women action stars associated with like the biggest action movies ever. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Like there are plenty of women that they could have cast in because they were supposed to do that all women's version that never got made. Like, I seriously doubt Bruce Willis is going to be in this. Fucking uh, Schwarzenegger's not going to be in it. Like, Chuck Norris showed up that for those cameos, which were great. 
Um, I don't. I don't even have no idea who's even in this. The uh, Tony Jaws in it. Oh God. You know, because he was wasted in the Fast and the Furious franchise too. Uh, Fifty Cent's in this, and then the dude from the Raids in it. So I am cannot wait for those fight scenes. Randy Couture. Oh yeah, I'm sure fucking. 70-something-year-old Sylvester Stallone's going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Indy Garcia. Some guy from Moon Knight? Oh, he's a stunt double for Moon Knight. Yeah, which we didn't even talk about that. We yeah, got- we have not talked. That's what I'm saying. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, quickly, I'll run... Uh, Bob's Burger, still great. Can't wait for the movie. There's going to be a two-part season finale next week. Starting next week for oh, Bob's Burger. I guess leading into it. I I hope so. Um, let's see. I because yeah, I think the li- I think li- lately they've been putting two episodes up every Sunday. No, just one. No, there was some weekends where there was two. I don't know. There was some weekend, some week, some for some Sundays where the two two went up. No, no, don't play. But I mean, it's a it's a fucking hilarious show. It's a great show. Go back and watch like the first season on how different the characters are than what they are now. Like especially the mom, Linda. Oh yeah, way different. Yeah. Um. So, pretty much the only thing I watched was. Uh, there was a documentary on Netflix called Crypto King about this guy back at the beginning of the Bitcoin boom, uh, b- right before the Bitcoin exploded, um, started a the largest Bitcoin trader company in Canada, and it was like top five biggest in the in the world or something like that. Everybody was trading through them. And then one day, him and his wife goes to India. He mysteriously dies of a uh, um something extremely rare. I can't I forgot what it was. But anyway, so when he died, the uh, password for the whole operation went with him. So nobody could get their money. Nobody had to. Everybody who invested was trying to bail out because at the time the Bitcoin bubble was bursting and was pretty much what it's doing right now. Um, the bottom fell out and it was just nosediving. So people are trying to get their money out. So when they put in the transfer request to cash out, um, nothing was happening. And this would go on for months and months and months. And then finally, after another, after the public demanded answers and stuff like that, the wife came out and said that all the money and everything is locked away on this computer and nobody knows the password except for my husband who is dead. So everybody couldn't get their money out out of the uh, out of the firm and then it just kind of goes down this the conspiracy theories of like who's the wife did the wife kill him the husband to get the money because 
dude had like property and all over the fucking world and stuff like that and tons of money because he was one of the early fucking investors in Bitcoin back when it was like dollars on the fucking... And it's kind of funny watching it then when the bubble burst the first time, uh, like 10 years ago, I think it was, or eight years ago. No, it wasn't that long ago because it topped out at like 19 grand and then dropped. Yeah, because it was like, oh, this is at $10,000. I was like, fuck, dude, it's like at uh, 30-something right now. Yeah, that's why a lot of the people who are Bitcoin millionaires still, like they got in so early. Like they still haven't. This one dude, because they take interviews of all these different people that was very early investing with the company with that company in bitcoin one dude in san francisco seen all these other people becoming crypto millionaires so he fucking remortgaged his apartment and took everything it was like 400 something thousand dollars invested in bitcoin and tried to play it up so when the bottom dropped out he was trying to get his money out um basically he was SOL and um so now he has like crippling debt like cuz he has to pay back this fucking mortgage mm-hmm. that, he, that he took out on the apartment that he owned and all this stuff and um he quit his job he was like a computer programmer or something like that and it's just all these different people and it's it's, it's a really good documentary of like early days crypto and how you think you know this one dude on the outside, but really he was a fucking, a complete fucking dirtbag um, piece of shit. Well, I mean, money will do that to people. No, this is before all, like, this is <clears throat> not to spoil the ending or stuff like that, but the real reason why nobody could get the money out and and all that stuff is... Um, well, fuck it. I'll just spoil it for everybody. He basically created a Ponzi scheme with this company before Bitcoin exploded. Mm-hmm. He would he created this company, had no money. People were investing money into it, so it was a Ponzi scheme. Like people who were trying to cash out, he would take money from this person and give it over here. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody buy crypto, he would buy from a third party, somebody else, and make it look like yeah, it's theirs. And he was skimming money to himself. And so um, so when people tried to cash out, when the boom, uh, when the bottom dropped out. He didn't have the money to cover there it. There is no fucking money in that company. Yeah. Um, none of it existed because they got the Canadian version of the um, Better, Better Business Bureau or mm-hmm. whatever, some type of government agency. And they basically broke it down. It's like, yeah, there's no there's something called cold cash or cold something that companies are supposed to have. They had none of it. Like all this stuff that's supposed to be saved up to pay off all these investors. They never had that. He was taking, he was just fucking spinning plates and then it got too much when everybody started cashing out. Um, And then he, there was a conspiracy that he was murdered or um, he, uh, got plastic surgery and faked his own death in India. Turns out he really did die of Crohn's disease, I think it was, which is extremely rare. He pooped himself to death. He got like a really bad and like ate something and that 
fuck yeah, them I up. Mean, it's, yeah. And um, and it's supposed to be like the people were like think it was like murder or something else because it's in India and it was some fucking no name hospital. And um, oh yeah, I mean probably didn't know how to fucking treat him when he went in anyway. They didn't know how to. Um, they couldn't get the autopsy report. Like they kept it secret for the longest time. So people were just making up shit, and then the poor wife has to go into hiding because of everybody tried wanting. Everybody, everybody wanted to kill her. <laughs> yeah, people. I, I, I mean, that's how I know time travel has not really been invented yet, because. I'd definitely be going back to certain days and investing. Yeah. And just be like, is it March 20th, 2020? Oh, oh yeah. Wayne would be going back and buying a crap ton of stuff. <laughs> oh, GameStop and AMC and all I mean, that. No, that, I mean, that was the pandemic drop. So you had things drop like half. Oh. And then, oh, yeah. I mean, I would go back and buy GameStop if I knew the exact date it was going to top out. <laughs> You know, that could have made me pretty. I mean, it wouldn't. Have, what I would have invested wouldn't have made me like. No, if I if I could have convinced her to like give me the twenty grand out of the CD to do it, it would have been. No way. No way. I'm just yeah, saying. No like way. it would have. It would have like you know because I bought I bought in it like a dollar something. It's like oh yeah. By the way, um, I remortgaged the house. And we just got to We got to You know, we go back and be like, all right, I got to sell on by this date. Yeah, I mean, I I ducked out at like 150 bucks. I'm like, and it went up to like 300 and something. So I ducked out early because I'm like, it can't go any higher, and it fucking did. Hmm. But then it went. <laughs> yeah, what's the allure? Trying to save AMC and GameStop. I mean, like everything's tanking right now. Like, yeah, the entire stock market's tanking right now. But I mean, that's how I like you know, just. Time travel hasn't been invented, cause or there's time cops like Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. that stops that type of stuff from happening. I mean, cause that's what I would do. I'd be like, "Fuck going to bet on like games and shit." Like, no, I'm gonna go put money in the stock market. You're not gonna get the sports atlas. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go with a fucking stock sheet. Hmm. Go invest in certain companies, and you know. If anything, just go fucking have buy. it set to cash out on certain days. Fuck that. Forget stock. Just buy property. Well, I mean that too, but I mean it's like you go buy fucking. I mean, fucking Tesla was like dirt cheap at one point. Now it's like a thousand bucks a fucking share. But it's also you go back like a hundred and fifty years to buy property. That's oh yeah, and then you get like you can go back and get it dirty. Like that, that the, the hardest part with that is fucking getting money for that era. No, it's not that. It's the fact of all right now, 150 years later, to prove that. Well, no, because then you got to set up like this person? you got to set up you know wills and you know yeah successions and of property. Yeah, it's just too much work. You go set up fucking a bank account that's you know I want buy on this day. Sell on this day. Mm. It's all digital. Like that's what I'm saying. You go back to when you can do everything digital. Like, boom. Did you see the lady that found a Roman bust? Yes, I did. Goodwill? She's gonna donate it back to the museum where. Oh no, they're making her. 
Oh, they're making her? Yeah, they're making her. I thought they. I thought no, it was no, no, like no, no, no. voluntary. They're making her give it back up because it's going back to fucking... San Antonio? No, 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 no. It's going back to fucking Rome, Rome or somewhere. I thought it was supposed to be at the San Antonio Museum. Is where it It's going to be there for like a year, but then it's going back to the fucking place that fucking American soldiers stole it from. Oh, it's one of those things. It's one of those. Like, that's how they figure it got into the country. Like, some fucking soldiers stole it, brought it back, and then it somehow, you know, probably sat in the house forever. Nobody nobody gave two shits about Grandpa's story, so it got donated to fucking Goodwill. Oh, I'm sure that's probably a lot of... Oh yeah, most of the crap. Most of the crap that gets found at Goodwill that's of worth of any value is you know, nobody gave a crap about Grandpa's war stories. Yeah. So they didn't care about this picture that he said fucking came from, you know, it's like fucking a, Versailles or some shit. Uh, the Emperor's fucking sword that's been passed down hundreds and hundreds of years that disappeared because they uh, the U.S. troops. Well, that wouldn't be hundreds of years, but. The one, yeah, yeah, the, the Emperor's sword they got taken that they assume some U.S. soldier fucking kept. No, this is the this is back from like feudal Japan. This thing's been fucking handed down. Yeah, no, but they it got taken after. Yeah, it World got War taken II. after World yeah, War Two. Got taken after World War Two. So they're probably yeah. The theory is it's just sitting in somebody's freaking attic. Yeah, it's either got melted down with all the other swords, or it's sitting in somebody's basement or attic right now. Yeah, because you know, again, nobody listens to Grandpa's war stories. Um, he's crazy old grandpa talking about his uh his Japanese emperor sword, and then that's about it. Other than the, the two major things we can talk about, the Moon Knight. Right, so yeah, let's talk about um we both uh watched through and saw Moon Knight, which to me is like the best Disney Plus Marvel show at this point. Like I loved all the like just crazy lore and Egyptian stuff and things like that. Like I I didn't need all I didn't need the action. Like I did enjoy the, you know, giant kaiju fight at the end. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But I mean, I I could care less about you know, Moon Knight jumping around doing stuff like Batman. Like I was all in for the crazy multiple personalities, uh Egyptian lore. I mean, he freaking found Alexander the Great's tomb. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of... Like, I'm all in for it being, like, a season of Indiana Jones. Like, I was good with that. I didn't need all these people complaining about, oh, there's not enough Moon Knight. I'm like, who cares? Like, this is a comic book story. And comic books are, stories are way more than just action pieces. This ain't... It's not an action thing. This is more of a character... Yeah, it's like show. I'm saying. Like this is all character. Yeah, this is even Oscar even when Isaac. even when uh, when when Moon Knight shows up, it's for character reasons. Yeah, it's, it's not just ooh action set piece, <clears throat> and then you never get to see like you know this clearly again clearly throughout the entire series. We, like we hint at a third personality that we don't see until the after credit stinger at the end because again it's written well. Yeah, yeah, Mark, uh, Steven, you're, you're free to go. Meanwhile, the dude who wants to work for me and just kill, want, you know, like crazy shit, do crazy shit for me, yeah, I'll keep him around. Oh, Jake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, um, the finale could have been longer. It seemed rushed. I mean, not in, uh, to me, it didn't seem rushed. To me, it was like it seemed like they were like. If anything, they cut the action pieces down. Yeah, it's the. Um, you gotta think they definitely gotta do be doing a. Oh yeah, season it's, two because it, they were listed as a season finale, not a series finale. Yeah, and then, but I mean, I love I love the fact that they went they they had the balls to go. Oh no, Amet is like a big crocodile, like not some Asgardian alien looking thing, you know, like which they probably are. They're 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 freaking aliens one way or the other. Yeah, but. Amet is a fucking alligator. <laughs> it's just amazing how the other gods just got wiped out. Very well, I mean, quickly. it's because it's what again, like he says, like Haro says, you aren't warriors. Yeah. Like he didn't have people that like the other ones didn't have people who could fight. Oh, it's the avatars. Yeah, that yeah. was their avatar. Like they didn't have anybody that was trained to fight or whatever. That was the whole thing. Like they didn't know how to use their powers to to like. That's why I think that one dude last, like he, when, when they were all walking together, he pulled out something out of his hands. Like, so he was probably the only one doing any real damage. And then even he got his ass kicked and was like, crawled to the side and got saved. And again, because look, look what Lay- Layla did. Yeah. Like, she's a fighter. She's, you know, in, when she got taken on by the hippo god, pulled out the fucking swords and the wings and sh- I'm like, awesome that was also kind of it's like you're a hippo god why is she turned into a bird i mean it's it's like this it's supposed to be the scarab wings not a bird uh, and there's like people are saying oh it's uh they they just made red scarab a, a woman but i'm like red scarab was a villain like i don't think she's like the red scarab i unless they're just completely going oh no she's red scarab but it's a a hero name but her her dad like they show her dad called her his little scarab or his little bug like her whole life was revolved around scarabs and shit unless she goes bad becomes a villain i mean i think that would be like just leave her as like do the do the right thing leave her as like this again female fucking superhero that doesn't really need any help and shit like yeah like you, like she's not fucking Black Widow. Black Widow would fucking get wrecked in any one of these situations. She's a fucking Avenger. See that <laughs> that end fight scene of him switching in out out of um, Mister Suit and Mister Knight and Mister Knight and Moon Knight. Moon Knight um, was very good. The way they they had that, and then at the end when he's getting. Um, Oh, yeah, when he's about to die. Yeah, when he's about to die, Layla is stuck against the car. Fucking Jake takes over. <laughs> yeah. And, and you don't see what out. happens. <laughs> and it's just like... And Layla... Then, then, it, then it, comes all, it comes all together. Like, Mark wasn't the one fucking doing anything in that first episode. No. It was fucking Jake fucking just wrecking shop. And it was... Because um, you never get to see what Jake does. Yeah, because Jake was the one who took the beating from Yeah, yeah, from it wasn't Steven. Yeah, it wasn't Steven, because yeah, Steven didn't remember none of the... 
Yeah, he got to be the one with the good memories. Jake is the one that took the beatings, and Mark was, you know, hidden away the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's like, you get to, you see when Mark takes over and fights. But there are times when, like, none of the, like... The only thing at the... The stuff from the first movie, the rooftop fight, and the stuff at the end, I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking third personality taking over to fucking protect them and do what they won't do. The end when he... Contru is telling him to kill Ethan Hawke, and he's like, I'm not doing that anymore. I was like, I don't kill anymore. Like, you just killed a whole shit ton of people. Yeah, you just killed a ton of people. Before Jake took over. Yeah. Like, you were dropping people left and right. Like, I mean, that's kind of when the writing kind of goes like, oh, we got to have me. His last act's got to be of defiance and, like, ultra good. It's got to be his choice. Yeah. Not hit, not Contru's. Um, because, again, I mean, and I kind of get it, like, Haru's, like, down. Like, he's no... Granted, he is still a fucking threat. But killing him in that vulnerable state is almost, like, akin to murder. Like, you're, you're beat. Like, I don't... Like, killing you is not... I mean, granted, it would still be justice for all the people they fucking killed. Like, all the innocent people, they got their souls sucked out of them. Yeah. But it's one of those, like, I'm, like, you're beat. If I had to, if I killed you in the fight while you were fighting back, that's one thing. But me just killing you while you're defeated, which, again, fucking Jake was about to split his fucking skull open when he, when Mark woke back up. Because the fucking axe was, like, pressed up against his forehead. Hopefully, if they do a season two, um... It won't be. It'll be longer than six episodes. It might be because this was so popular. They might do more. Mm. They might do a normal run. Yeah. Um. And that last the stinger at the end of the credits or midway through the credits. Um. Jake is a Latino cab driver. Yeah, because he speaks Spanish. Yeah. And um. Which again, Oscar Isaac's so ambiguous. Yeah. And again, like I said, the fucking British accent is on purposely bad, bad, yeah, because of that that you know he that the the car the, the show from his when he was a kid. I'm like, no, the the accent's supposed to be really bad. It's not supposed to be good. They um, country in his suit sitting in the limo. It's directly from the comic. Yeah, like the limo, everything. They um. So somebody's got money because the freaking limo says Spectre. So somebody, some personality of, of of you know Mark has money. Well, I either Mark or Steven is supposed to be a well. Steven's supposed to be like a billionaire movie producer in the comics. Okay, like he made his money that way. But, I mean, they've got to explain where the money comes from at some point. Because clearly, I seriously doubt. Steven working at the museum paid for that apartment. <laughs> and there was a crap ton of money in that bag in the the storage unit. So somebody's got money. So, but I, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I think it's the best, the best series. I mean, I really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What it was trying to tell, the story it was trying to tell. I liked What If. What, I mean, well, yeah, well, what if, I mean... But I was a huge fan of what if. What if comic. is I, to me? What if is different because it's each end of like 
its strength is the individual episodes. WandaVision started good and then just kind of the went end up the tracks. After, the ending was was not good at all. Yeah. In that one. The big reveal at the end. Yeah, that was that, kind of lackluster. Um. And then Hawkeye. Hawkeye was good. Hawkeye was good, but I mean, I still, I mean, I still think, I mean, I would go Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What else is there? WandaVision. WandaVision. Like, again, I can't consider what if, because, I mean, they, the that show lives and fails by its individual episodes. So whatever I mean, whatever some of those like I don't know that the episode with like Gamora would have been any good. Like because I oh, had, I had no yeah. I had no want and desire to see. What if Tony Stark went to fucking space? Because I mean that was literally what that was gonna be it was gonna be like the fucking T'Challa episode. Yeah. Um, another thing we both watched it is um. Better Call Saul started. Oh yes, Better Call Saul is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and it's already the fucking mid-season finale. Well, yeah, but the next season starts up in July, so it's it's not yeah. gonna be gone long. And I think the reason why they did that is because they can get nominated. Yeah, they the two years in a row. They'll, they'll be able to get nominated two years in a row because awards consideration ends for the next award show. Yeah, in between. The like first half of the season, second half of the season. Like this season, it's because there was such a long fucking hiatus. Because it was, yeah, no, I was kind of like, I had an issue, like, what, what, ha- what was happening? Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Um, and then they started bringing back characters from like the first season or the second season. Because I remember the, the, ah, oh, fuck the Bedemans. Yeah, because that, that that was they 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 ran into Saul the uh, Jimmy in the first season. Fuck, that was like the first episode, yeah. first or second episode. Um, I I recognized them, and then it was like this past episode when they were talking about the cave in and the person dying and stuff like that. And I'm like, I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess it was the guy who fucking Lalo. They had to shoot because he he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, the um. You know, just like the whole setting up of the uh, the office. Yeah. The um, the origin of the office, the, the origin of the giant Statue of Liberty On balloon. top of it, yeah. Um, the, the, carrot uh, in the, the carrot in the, the stick. The credits epi- have gotten de- uh, degrading. Oh, is it? Yeah, so from the first season to this season, it's like the tapes, because it's supposed to be like a VHS-style like credits. Like, so you're, like, watching them on the VHS. Like, Jimmy's got... Yeah, Jimmy has that box of that VHS. That box of the old, his old commercials and shit. Yeah. So, like, this season is, like, very, like, the colors bleeding out. You know, it's all, like, it's almost black and white, the opening credits at Tom's. So it's, like, the tape's deteriorating to the point where it's probably going to stop working. Because it's so good because, like, you start off and you got to tell the nacho story of, like he got away and this is like the aftermath of Lalo not dying and everything being fucking pinned on him and um, him making a sacrifice to save his dad, to keep his dad safe. And then his speech at the end, um, 
how he just keeps looking at fucking Gus the whole time when he's asking him, was there anybody else? And he keeps... Oh, yeah, he's trying to freak Gus out the whole time. Yeah, because he don't respect Gus. He hates fucking Gus. Oh, yeah, because Gus basically is like... He was going to kill his dad. Well, no, yeah, he was going to kill his dad, but then he's like, I want you to kill Lalo, but I'm not going to help you at all. And it's also, I gave away where you're staying at Yeah. to the fucking, to the cartel that you're running from. And the only person he <clears throat> he respected and um, trusted was, was Mike. Mike. And um, his speech was like, you think this fucking chicken man is Yeah, no, you think this chicken this? man is, it can do anything? And, um, which again, kind of like, you know, with seeing Gus during breaking, during Better Call Saul and like all the shit that he's going, like he has the two houses and all that shit set up. Like it kind of, it kind of bothers me the way he dies. No, it's he, he dies on his terms because the original plan is I'm going to go for the gun and no, no, no. I'm talking about the way Gus dies in Breaking Bad. Oh, in Breaking Bad. Like, he's so, like, meticulous right now. Yeah. That he just basically gets suckered in to fucking have Salamanca, you know, well, suicide bomb him. He wasn't expecting Salamanca to fucking kill himself. I mean, I get To but take I mean, him out. As, as meticulous as he is in this, like, he just gets too complacent. It's also... The best part of that whole thing after they after uh, Nacho kills himself is that speech he gives to fucking Uncle of like, yeah, I was that was me who fucking oh yeah, I'm the one that put you in that chair. Yeah, I put you in a chair. I switch your fucking pills. If it wasn't for this dipshit uh, saving your life, yeah, you'd uh, be dead. You'd be dead. And because Uncle is just. <clears throat> Fucking going off on that bell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 it's like ding, 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 ding. Fucking, it's Gus. Ding, 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 ding. And then Nacho gives the speech. And and the best part is the cousins pick up the fucking chair. Yeah, bring him, him over and let him shoot him <laughs> after he's already shot himself. And it's just not one clip. He empties like two fucking guns into him. Oh, yeah, he him. just fucking... Um, I mean, and I did like the fact that Mike was, you know, the whole fucking point was like Mike was there to fucking put him down. No, it was supposed to be the original plan is if shit goes awry, Mike was there to like if Gus gets fucking fingered on this and shit goes bad, he's there to protect Gus if the plan doesn't work. But the plan originally was he instead of grabbing the guy and holding him hostage, he was going to grab his gun and go after Uncle. Knowing yeah, but that, I mean, Mike was also there to fucking drop Nacho if he had to. Yeah. I think if anything, he was gonna he was there to drop the the cousins and I mean, stuff like that. He was there to drop everybody, but I mean, if I think he was that was I think that was the the, the when they looked at it one another because he when was he got out the van. It's like, yeah, I, I like I'll make sure it's quick. Like that was what I got when he looked mm. at fucking Nacho when he got out that van. He's like, I'll make it quick. Because even if he'd have killed, even if you know Salamanca and the cousins would have got taken out. They were still gonna kill fucking Nacho. Yeah, that was the plan of like, instead of getting captured and brought to tortured and stuff like that, he was gonna grab the gun and go out. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Even suicide. If, even, even if you know the other three would have got, like, even if the other ones would have got taken out, and but Nacho would still be alive, I think Mike's job would have been to like, hmm. Nacho's got to go too. Like, Gus wasn't gonna leave a loose end like that. 
And it's also so good of the attention to detail these episodes have. Like any Vince Gillian, like the Breaking Bad, like you go back and watch Breaking Bad and, and then Better Call Saul, it's like how much detail they put into each episode. Oh, yeah, like, it's like the beginning of the episode had the fucking glass and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. The the first episode is not a flash forward like all the others. No, uh, it was it was him getting raided by the FBI. Oh, like, no, them packing up his house. Yeah. After he got raided, you know, after he'd already disappeared. And then, um, like, I didn't even realize that's the second episode, I think it was, when Lalo, or maybe it was the first episode where Lalo went, goes to the devil's house after the shootout. And he has the coffee with the lady and the and the, the husband shows up and and um he's like, Hey, why don't you go shave that beard and Yeah, because it doesn't make stuff. sense in the time. Like I'm like I don't re- I couldn't remember if somebody like got burned. Yeah, so that takes place in the house yes. while the raid was happening. No. The only person that got burned was the guy who got the fucking oil thrown in his face. Um Which is who I thought they were showing. Yeah, but it's turned- they were saying was Lalo. Yeah, it turns out it's fucking um, the body double, his Sudam mm-hmm. fucking body double that he kept. He pretended to be nice to and yeah. all sort of stuff and take care of. and Just to show how Lalo, show Lalo's like a, a real fucking psychopath. Look at look at this last episode where he charms that lady, the, the fucking widow of the architect guy, just to break into a house to prove that Gus has something to do with this, trying to find proof. And um, he was going to fucking kill her. Like, because when she came back and the dog was barking and she was coming upstairs, if he didn't see that award and looked at whatever it was, mm-hmm. like, he probably would have shot her. Did I miss this week's episode? Lalo. It's the first time Lalo's back since like the yeah. I, I, then I have not. Well, we have not watched this week's episode. Didn't even realize it. I've been dealing with so much shit. Oh, we have not watched this week's episode. Um, yeah, this week's episode's good. Um, the shit with Hamilton is starting to. Um, you still don't know what's going on with their plan. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, that plan. The plan is just cr- like. But now, um. Ed Begley Jr. and Hamilton has a discussion about it, and then Hamilton kind of figures out Jimmy's involved. Oh. Did she watch it without you? I don't think so. No, that, black and blue. I no, I don't remember seeing Lalo in this episode at all. Lalo is very much in this episode at the end. He's he's pretty know, much. I, I wonder if maybe I fell asleep. I mean, I was feeling kind of crappy. It, one day. He's in the, like the last ten minutes. Oh, of the I, might, yeah, I might have missed. I'm gonna have to watch the end again. That's what it was. I probably fell asleep. That's what kind of sucks about Hawkeye is like Lalo was kind of wasted. Oh yeah, but I think I think that's 
he can come back. I, I just I, I think it was wasted that he's swordsman and he has no connection to Hawkeye. It's like, also, whereas in the comic books they have like a shared origin. It's also he's such a good actor too. Oh yeah, like, he's, yeah. I mean he was he's great. Yeah. Um, something else that I completely forgot to talk about watching. I watched everything for season eleven of The Walking Dead at this point, and uh, some of it's good. Some of it's really good. Some of it's bad. But it is one of those, like, you could make a Resident Evil movie because parts of Walking Dead Season 11 are very much Resident Evil feeling storytelling. And I don't understand why they can't actually do that in a Resident Evil property. Um, I mean, you follow, this season you follow the people that went to the Commonwealth, uh, a lot of stuff with Daryl and that on the road, uh, Negan. Like, there's like just a lot of stuff, and there's a couple of time jumps too because they're trying to pack so much in this last season of three parts that really probably should have been a couple of seasons of television. Uh, but I mean, it, it's so it's so weird how it's like some of the storylines are just dull. And then, like, some of them are, like, really, really good. And it's it's the walking dead of, like, the original few, first few seasons. You know, and how good some of those episodes are. There's a, there's a, res, there's a, there's an episode that happens during, like, I would assume it's kind of like a East Coast hurricane, really bad storm. And it's such a great episode. Like, the... To the kids, some of the kids get stuck in the the basement, and like the water's flooding in, and zombies you know break in because the fucking walls around fucking Alexandria get blown down. Like there's just so many episodes that feel like Resident Evil type stories, and then you get Resident Evil on Netflix that looks absolutely horrible. But then we said the same thing when All of Us Are Dead came on, like that All of Us Are Dead feels like a Resident Evil story. Yes. And this, like, Resident Evil doesn't feel like Resident Evil. So, like, I'm all in, like, for the last, I think it's going to be another eight episodes, probably going to come on in August, and then that'll be it, and then they'll do the spinoff movies with Rick to show what the fuck happened to Rick and Michonne, and things like that, and then they'll be doing other shows, but... It just goes to show, like, you can continue doing zombie stuff and keep it interesting because, again, it's not about the zombies. It's about the people and how they act during the zombie apocalypse. And the fact that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is an amazing actor and Negan is a great fucking character on this TV show. He literally sat down and had a conversation with Glenn's son. And Glenn's son asked him who he was and he's like, uh, you know, why is my mom not like you? And he goes, you know, your mom, I did something a long time ago and your mom just, you know, doesn't like me for it. And he goes, are you a bad man? And he goes, I was. And the kid fucking pulls a gun on him and is like, mom said a, a, a bad man killed my dad. And like Negan literally had to talk this kid down and ends the conversation with, in a few years, we'll meet back up and we can settle this. Like, Negan literally tells this kid, 
look, grow up a little bit more, and then I'll if you still want to kill me, we'll settle it. Then I'll bash your head in like you're dead. Like no, I would dead. honestly, the way Negan is right now, he would probably sit there and be like, just kill me. Yeah. Like, Negan is a great character now. Like, Negan has had the best character arc in the entire show. Yeah, because Jeffrey D. Morgan Jeffrey D. Morgan's is a great, is a great, great actor. Yeah. Um, like, Daryl's had a lot to do this season. Like, uh, at some point, they introduced, like, some point after Rick went missing, like, Daryl just wouldn't come back to Alexandria. He's like, I'm going to find him, whether he's a zombie, a dead body, or what, I'm going to find Rick. And he had found, like, this old shed in the woods or whatever, and he came across a woman, and he lived with this woman for a while. And kind of to establish, like, Carol and Daryl aren't going to be a thing. Like, Daryl has interest in other women. Carol is not his love interest. And now she came back, and, like, I think they've just... Like, I don't know, because, again, I don't know how the end of the comic is. If the Reapers show up in the comic... Like a paramilitary kind of group with like religious overtones. I don't know if that show like that happens, but I mean that was a whole great like she shows she hooks up with these paramilitary people and they all run into one another. That's great. Um, and then Michael is it Michael Bean? Is in it in a one-off episode? He's like the leader of like. Uh, a group of survivors living in like this apartment complex, like this old, like a project house, like the old school New Orleans project looking houses. And he's like a religious kind of crazy person, but he's keeping like this, like he's keeping this fucking group of like 40 people alive. And he just has like this crazy monologue uh, when the Commonwealth goes to introduce themselves. And he's like, I know what you are. You're a raider. And he like tells them to look behind them and like, you see over there in the corner, all those skulls. Yeah. They all were sitting exactly where you are. And he's like, fucking like, like I'm collecting skulls, all the assholes that have tried to come here and hurt us and steal from us. It was a fucking great episode. And that, but I mean, again, those are those kind of weird, like resident evil type stories where in resident evil, you come across like the crazy, like the sheriff ended up being like this crazy taxidermist. Right. Oh yeah, and two, and like they, uh, there was like there was a straight up horror episode. the The girl that's death, she was in the Eternals. Her and somebody else end up in this house, and the house has got like the crawl spaces in the walls, and like she doesn't like she feels like she's being watched. The other dude's like, no, 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 I checked the house. The house is empty, until she sees some like a set of eyes looking at her through the walls, and it turns into like this crazy horror movie where like these cannibal fucking feral people are in the walls like hunting them down and shit like people under the stairs something kind of like that but i mean so i mean they literally like they're crawling around they're fucking you know hairs all like they're like little they're feral people like and they would lure in people into this house and fucking eat them but i mean it's a straight up horror episode like it's not a a walking dead episode it's a horror like a short horror story set in The Walking Dead. Like, so this season has so many, like, really good episodes, and then there's, like, some dull, boring episodes. And then the Commonwealth stuff is kind of, like, dragging ass, and, like, that's... I know that's from the comics, and they're changing shit. Because 
I want to say Rick was like went to the Commonwealth and was like became like a cop or some shit like that. Like they're changing up like characters or who were doing what now because again they've killed off so many characters that aren't around. You know that should still be around. But it's I mean it's a hit or miss season. But I mean it's worth watching. It especially if you like Resident Evil type stories like just crazy zombie apocalypse that story. This season's got like quite a few. Um. But then the last thing that we both uh, we both watched is uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'll give out of five. I don't know, like a three and a half. I think this movie, like, there's supposedly like a three-hour cut of this movie. I give it a three. Like maybe, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it had maybe a two and a half. It has the quarters. potential to be really good. Yes, and there are moments of really good movie. I just think because originally the director of the first one left because of creative differences. And from what I remember, he wanted it to be a straight up horror movie, and then they brought in Sam Raimi. And clearly, there is like Sam Raiminess in this movie, and then regular Marvel crap in this movie. Like the way it's even laid, some scenes and some dialogue is. I'm like, was they supposed to be running from Wanda from like universe to universe, and her like hunting them down? Like to me, that sounds like a horror movie. Like them having to go from universe to universe. And you introduce your cameos like all these other heroes and these other characters who just get decimated by Wanda as she's trying to get her hands on America and Steven. Like to me, that's that's that sounds like the horror movie that it was probably supposed to be, which then would explain why there was all these original rumors of all these like crazy cameos. Instead, we got like that one scene of cameos. Yeah. So yeah, spoilers. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about it. But I mean, again, because then you have Wanda like just completely annihilate the Illuminati, like it's nothing. And I'm like, I think this was supposed to be spread out during this movie, and they re-edited it, it to make it seem like they only went because they only go to one other dimension and spend any significant time there. And then the dimension with the fucking other strange who they, they wasted that. That should have been strange supreme from what if, but it wasn't. Yeah, unfortunately, um, what people thought that it was going to be him from the trailers because the way that he looked and stuff like that. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was just another version of fucking strange who fucking Got played corrupted. around with the dark old. Yeah, it's a fun game if you take a shot every time they say Darkhold. I it just they say it a lot. I mean, it's just weird. Like I, I it, it really does seem like they had a fucking movie and then they changed so much and they chopped it up. Well, there's so many plot holes and con- stuff happening convenient to to further the plot. Um Yeah, it definitely tells it's like there's there's I mean, stuff I don't know missing. There's a lot of plot holes. It's just it's continuity errors from like previous stuff. 
Well, I mean, that's where I think they changed the script because it would have made more sense if Wanda was going to look for her kids because they were in danger. It's also so then she goes through wrecking shop because she's like, I need to find my kids. They're in danger and no one or nothing is going to stop me, which then turns her into this killing machine, which turns the movie into a horror movie. That's not what they did, though. They were like, basically, oh, no, she's just going to go kidnap some kids. It's also where's other vision because the other vision still has he took over. Well, yeah, so I mean, I mean that's, memories. His, that's his body. Like, I mean, that is vision. Yeah. Like, why? I mean, that's that. That's I don't consider that a plot hole. That's just a she wasn't really doing anything to draw his attention. Like somebody would have had to known where he was, known what Wanda was doing. And brought him there. Like, it's not a plot hole that, like, again, he wouldn't know. It's the convenient of these... To me, to me, having him just show up would be convenient. Like, how did you know this was going on? Like, that's the, like, to me, like, it's fine that Vision's not there because how would he know what was going on unless Doctor Strange reached out to him? But again, Doctor Strange, we don't know that he has to know that White Vision exists. Now, if they'd have kept it the way it was supposed to be in WandaVision, that those commercials were Doctor Strange trying to break through the hex to get to Wanda. Also, wasn't the military just constantly surveilling fucking Wanda the whole time? Well, during during WandaVision, but I and, but then again, we had to make the we had to make Sword like being run crookedly, so there's mm-hmm. no telling what the fuck Sword's doing now, and she disappeared. Now, Steven knew where she was, but again, he probably sensed the magic. That's why he was like, he, at first he was like, this isn't all real. And she's like, oh no, it's real. And he's like, yeah, uh-huh, sure it is. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think, I don't think White Vision being there is a, a plot hole. I think that is, you would have had to explain how he knew what was going on. Because he may remember everything, but he wouldn't have, like, Wanda didn't know he was alive. Also, there was a rumor that supposedly Loki was going to be in this. Again, that's what I'm saying. The original, like, because, again, the person who wrote it was the person who wrote Loki. So Loki couldn't have affected it. Like, the person who wrote this movie is the person who wrote Loki. So you can't, that person can't tell me, oh, Loki screwed this up. Like, no. Like, to me, it makes perfect sense. Like, Loki, fuck, like, Sylvie killed Kang and fucking fractured the fucking multiverse. The end of fucking Loki, that stinger with him, they didn't, they, they're like, does he want us to just let everything fracture all? Like, fucking the, the TVA didn't, wasn't fucking responding to anything that was going on underneath Kang, the Conqueror. So that's why the TVA isn't fixing anything. Well, I don't think he was officially, not that universe, he wasn't Kang the Conqueror. He was just a different version of... No, I, it's Kang the Conqueror at the end of Loki. Like, not not he who remains. That statue in the TVA. Yes, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you listen to fucking Owen, you know, Owen Wilson and the the, the fucking TVA guard, yeah. she's like, does he just want us to let everything sp-? like he wasn't sending anybody out to fix anything? Like he wanted the multiverse to fracture because he wants to be the only one remaining. So again, it makes sense as to why all this other shit's happening. 
And the writer would have known that. But again, the writer should have been able to incorporate everything else with it too. And it's also, it's pushing the limits of the of a PG-13. That's what I'm saying. Like, this should have been an R-rated horror movie. Yeah. Especially with Sam Raimi. Because Sam Raimi is... Yeah, like, this should have been an R-rated horror movie. Granted, it would not have made the money. No. Not even close. And, again, people would have still brought their kids to it and been scarred more than they already are. Yeah, I had a kid fucking scream when um, Professor X, the jump scare with Professor X dying. Yeah, because, I mean, anytime like... The Sam Raimi stuff is the only place the fucking blood actually shows up. And I mean, Black Bolt's death is pretty gruf- pretty gruesome. Yeah. Like, Reed Richards is getting spaghetti spaghettified, not so much. Fucking Black Bolt's head popping and then, like, just sinking in on itself, that's pretty gruesome, and there was no blood. Like, it was just a very gruesome, like, ugh. You kind of see blood with petty... The the shield when it goes through Peggy Carter. Yeah. Chops her in half. And then... um, I mean, they just dropped that statue on Captain Marvel. Yeah. Which, again, she that shouldn't kill her. Like, that, that to me... No, because Scarlet Witch was, like, taking her power or something like that, or turning off her power yeah, enough to, I mean, to make her just, vulnerable. It was... Because, I mean, if... If we're going to say, you know, the, the Carol Danvers version of Captain Marvel could just, like, blow through a fucking spaceship, like, a fucking statue falling on somebody shouldn't have did shit. It's maybe she's not as powerful as the other 661 universe? Oh. 616. 616. Even though universe. that's supposed to be the con- the comic continuity. Hmm. But the only thing, like, my main disappointment with the film is that like we like you said earlier it's like you only go to one dimension like i was hoping that we would see, see yeah you would all see these more. other dimensions like all you get is that quick fucking montage that nobody's going to be able to know what the hell it was until it comes out on digital and they pause it because i even have i haven't even seen videos online of like what dimensions did they go through yeah it was um Because there's the um, because technically the Illuminati is the Professor X is the cartoon Professor X. I mean, he looks like that. I don't think it's supposed to be the cartoon Illumin. Like, I don't think that's supposed to be the cartoon Professor. It's just a version of the cartoon Professor. Because there's cartoon universes. They go through a dimension where well, they yeah. turn into cartoons. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's like he's supposed to be the cartoon. Like he's a version of the cartoon, the 97 um, X-Men professor. Unfortunately, everything was fucking spoiled for you in the trailers. Not everything. I mean... Other than Black Bolt. Black Bolt and Reed Richards. But that was, that's been a rumor since the beginning. I mean, of it fucking- has been. But I mean, again, we also thought there was going to be a shit ton more. Which is, again, that's on me. I, I expected this movie to set up the X, but like all the shit merging together. That's what I expected this movie to do. And that's on me for like over expecting this movie. See, if you really want to blow fucking people's minds, you don't have Jim from The Office, uh, Reed Richards. You have Reed Richards from the fucking made for. Dude, they could have, but that's just it. Made they could have done everything. They could have brought released. back. They could have done. 
so many like that's what I'm saying. Like they could have done so many things if they just dimension hopped. Yeah. You could have had the Fox X Men. I mean the Fox Fantastic Four. You could have had fucking Miles Teller, the fucking fan Fortis. You could have literally had uh, Michael B. Jordan show back up as fucking Human Torch. And have somebody look at him and go... Killmonger? Exactly. Like... Like, those are the kind of things, like, you do that, but you... Then, again, you have Wanda, like, just plowing through people. Yeah. Like, that's how how strong she is. Because, again, he, like, he... Here's your biggest plot hole of the entire movie. She can literally erase Black Bolt's mouth. Why can't she just recreate her kids? Because technically her kids don't exist. Like she wants real kids, not flesh she and, like flesh and blood. Changed Black Bolt's molecular body. She can, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, she could create those kids. But Black Bolt is a real person with flesh and blood. Like, in WandaVision, she needs magic. The kids ain't real. They're just fucking magic. She wants real fucking Pinocchio fucking real boys. Not something made completely of magic. I don't know. They they, they show up in, like, they're real people in the comics. It's also... In that universe, um, when Wanda comes in to take the kids, like, where's Vision in that universe? Yeah, I mean, those kind of things. Those kind of things. But again, you only see that one version. So I'm like, if it it would have made sense if she'd have just been going from one to one, and then you could have seen like different versions of Vision. Different versions of Wanda. It's also why didn't the kids have their powers? Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was. Let's let's focus on this one dimension because that's the one she reaches out to. And it's also the convenient that now America can I mean, pinpoint just, the exact. That's, a, that's just a trope. Because yeah. again, it should have like that's why I'm saying I think it was written differently at the beginning because it's all like. Oh no! You've been bringing us to where we needed to be. Why did you need to go to eight three eight? Why did you need to go to the Illuminati? You didn't need to go to that dimension. Other than to get like you could have found a way to get to that book some other some other way. That was the only reason that you saying you needed to go to eight three eight so they could get you to the book of Ashanti. Like that. That's what I'm saying. The way the writing just seems like that's the down like. Instead of dimension hopping and going, she's bringing us to random universes because she doesn't have control. It's also He's like, oh no, you've been bringing us everywhere we needed to go. It's also convenient that that universe they know where the book is. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why he that's that where that why that throwaway line's there. Yeah. You brought us to where we needed to go. It's also you, you gotta trust in yourself and blah blah blah. I mean blah. that's just the same old superhero fucking tropes. Yeah. About shit. But I mean, like, that's like, that was my problem. Like, that's how I know this was a, supposed to be a very different movie. Because that one fucking, I'm like, dude, that, 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 that little throwaway line just to fucking justify the whole movie. That is what that movie, that is what that line is. Because it goes completely in the face of 
she accidentally sent her parents away because she got scared. Of a bee. But I mean, either way, it's like whatever yeah. fucking frightened her, like, started the, like, opened a portal. It's also the whole so movie. So then she purposely sent her parents somewhere, or she purposely opened a portal to somewhere specific. She also purposely completely fucked over that one universe because she took out its mightiest fucking superheroes. So now that universe doesn't have the Illuminati anymore. So if anything bad happens, oh yeah, like there's that, that nobody to protect is, them. Like somebody's gonna show up in that universe. Like yeah, Thanos might be dead, but there's a shit ton of other people. Yeah, like that ver that universe's version of Kang's gonna have a fucking easy time. Uh, fuck anybody can have an easy time with that universe. So it's again, I give it a three, three and a half because I mean it had it. it it's got its good bits. It's got its bad bits. I think the good bits outweigh the bad bits. I think mainly what probably happened to this movie is because of COVID. They filmed it during COVID, and I'm sure there was probably a lot of restrictions of, like, so many people can be on set, so you couldn't do a lot of those set pieces of different dimensions with all these different people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it was completely rewritten. Because there's not, other than the assault on the temple... There's not a lot of scenes where there's a lot of people together. In, together, and all the fucking Illuminati shit could they could clearly they could have been separate filming that. Yeah. You, all you need is just that one scene when they're all sitting introducing each other, and they didn't even it. all have to be because they they didn't show a wide shot like the wide shot they show of everybody sitting down. Yeah, they're not in light. They're not there. Like that can be composited together anyway too because they never showed more than two of them together other than when they were standing there confronting Wanda and clearly they could have that that's a CG background it's also I was when Jim was trying to calm Wanda down I was like hey listen I got kids my own and she actually was like do you have a wife and he's like yeah she I was ex- I was hoping that Sue would have been there invisible the whole time and fucking grab her from behind um, that's what I'm saying like that's the kind of things where I'm like, clearly the people who write these things aren't fans, which is why I think the Disney, like the 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 Star Wars shows, are so much better, because the people writing and directing those are like fans. So shit like that would pop up in the Kevin Feige, not uh, you know, uh, Dave Filoni and fucking what's his face's brain. Like, that situation would would come up. Like, if they were, like, big Marvel fans and they were, like, oh, Reed's here and he's talking about his family and he's like, no, I have a wife and kids. And, yeah, then Sue would, like, just pop up uh, or, like, cast a bubble around fucking Wanda. Like, because they would think of that. That's how they're doing the fucking Star Wars shows, which is why the Star Wars shows are so fucking good. And you don't have, like... I don't think you have comic readers and people who know these characters writing these movies. Um, this movie gets an automatic half a star or two stars um, simply because Bruce Campbell's in it as Pizza Papa and probably has the best scene in the whole movie. Um, You're a taker. <laughs> and... uh of course, every fucking movie Sam Raimi does, he has to put Bruce through some kind of crazy shit. Yeah, has to Bruce has to hurt himself for for this movie, for all of his movies, except for Dark Man. 
that's about it. Um, Cause there was one person suggested that Bruce would have been the Mysterio, like it was supposed to be in Fantastic uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Four. No, yeah, yeah, the original Spider-Man Three. And um, it's also okay. Maybe you can at the end of No Way Home or Far From No. No Way Home. When he does the spell that everybody forgets who Peter Parker is, mm-hmm. did it work on him also? Yes. Strange doesn't remember Peter Parker either. He just knows, he just knows Spider-Man. He just knows Spider-Man. Okay. So anybody who did anything with Spider-Man, so technically, just all, to them, he never took the, the, the mask off. He never revealed yeah. who he was. So technically... Spider-Man is technically still in yes. that Marvel Universe. Spider-Man is still in the Marvel Universe. Everyone knows about Spider-Man. They just don't know that Peter Parker has ever existed. Yeah. Now, they don't explain how that works with, like, his grades because he's taken the fucking GED. Like, he's got his GED book at the end of No Way Home. Yeah. So they don't explain how, like, did it just erase all his records? Like... No, I think just anybody that knows his identity, like that knows he's well, no, Spider-Man. no, because that spell literally, like, no one knows who Peter Parker is. Not like who knew his uh, identity. Like, no one knows mm-hmm. like that Peter Parker even exists. Like, they, no one knows that there's a person named like May would have forgotten him. Like, May would have completely forgotten she had a nephew. Which is kind of technically why they probably killed her off. Because it would make no sense that May would forget she had a nephew. Yeah. Or in her brain, like, she probably would have remembered it as if he died along with the parents. Like, that's probably how she would have remembered it. To forget, you know. Yeah, we'll see how Sony fucks it up. Like yeah, they, Sony will fuck it up. Like, they like they did with Morbius. Who's going to watch a fucking Madden, Madam Web fucking movie? <laughs> I know that has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Well, she has a lot to do with Spider-Man. But no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. The movie's not gonna have anything to do with Spider-Man. Like none of these movies that need to have Spider-Man in them have Spider-Man in them. Oh yeah, no. They, like Craven the Hunter, that's gonna be its own like, thing. What, what, what is he hunting? Like, because everybody, oh, Craven's last hunt. Well, I mean, there's no Spider-Man in that universe. So yeah, you can't who, do it. Who's he fucking hunting? And plus, he's already established supervillain in the that universe yeah like so it, it makes it sony's like just needs to fucking be like no it's literally they're fucking stealing dc's fucking idea with the joker we have to make all of our villains tragic fucking heroes yeah so yeah none of them are actually villains yeah oh melissa Fent. like you go back well i mean yeah, that's like joker. fucking uh the end of morbius the fucking stinger like you know v- vultures like let's go do some good like but what I don't think he meant good in that way. I know, but it's still a dumb lawn. Yeah. Well, that whole thing. And it's still dumb that he, like, everyone else, like, why would he have gotten sucked to another universe? Like, he would have, like, yeah, he knew who Spider-Man was, but he would have just forgotten that he knew who Spider-Man was. Because Sony is bad at fucking... Well, I mean, Sony's bad at writing. Writing shit. Like, it's just, that's how it is. And then it's like, oh, you like this? Here's... We're going to announce 20 fucking spinoffs that we're probably going to not do 19 of them. 
Like the only thing that's in production is Craven the Hunter. And I'm still like, how do you, how are you doing Craven the Hunter without any other heroes? Vill- like, what what are you doing? They still gotta do the Silver Sable movie, Black Cat, Black Cat movie, fucking um, the Sinister Six movie. It's all stupid. Like it's it's dumb. Like there is no. Why are the Sinister Sticks coming together? Who who are they going after? Because they're supposed to be teaming up to kill fucking. Because I know Venom's gonna be a part of it. That's what I'm saying. If Venom's a part of the Sinister Sticks, who are they going after? My guess is once again they might steal from DC and make it like Suicide Squad. So dumb. So dumb. So Sony, y'all make great video game consoles and video games, but y'all movie division needs to get its shit together. Like, just give Marvel back. Like, tell Marvel you want a percentage of the movies, but they can have all the characters back. Yeah, Feige went to his Fortress of Solitude to... So map out the next 10 years. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're gonna get some version of the Midnight Suns, whether it's on Disney Plus or in a movie. But the problem is, like... But more... We're not gonna get... Morbius is supposed to be a member of them, but we're not gonna get it. How good is this fucking Phase 4? Like, these movies ain't haven't been good. No, but I think, uh, I mean, I don't think, he's not, he's not, he's doing phase, like, past phase four. Like, phase four, I don't know what the hell they're building. Like, phase four they, is already phase done. Phase four can't be building up to fucking Secret Wars. Like, it's got a, like, five, I can see. Like, whatever Doctor Strange 3 is, because it's clearly going to have Dimension... Uh, hopping shit too cause you know oh you cause an incursion we gotta you know so clearly the multiverse isn't done which is fine if they're leading into secret wars but you're gonna have to establish a lot of other shit for secret wars to work you're gonna have to introduce the X-Men whether they're in the main universe or they're in another universe I mean they don't have to I mean look at how many people they left out of civil war no 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 there is, there is, like, you need to, intro- like, so unless you just have the same five Avengers fighting each other in Secret Wars, then it's a pointless movie. Like, Secret Wars is literally other dimensions fighting one another. Hmm. Well, we have four more fucking Marvel things coming out this year. We have two. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Black, Black Panther Black 2. Black Panther 2. The Guardians of the Galaxy Halloween, I mean, uh, Christmas special. I mean, that's like a one-off. And the fucking... The Werewolf by Night. Miss Marvel 2. Is that this year? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the next one. Oh, the TV TV show. Yeah, Miss Marvel's just leading into the fucking movie. That's all that's going to do, which is next year. Um... From what I've heard, the, uh... According to James Gunn, the hol- the holiday special is supposed to be like his best work he's ever done. I mean, every fucking franchise goes through a lull, and this is the Disney Plus is doing way better than the movies. And it's also the mid credits scene from Doctor Strange kind of it contradicts the ending. Like the ending yeah. was great, and then the mid credit scene contradicts it. Yeah, like he got over the eye. He got over it. And then the one thing I, I give it, it's like I, I heard nothing of 
Charlize Theron being cast into bringing into the Marvel. Everybody wants that Marvel money. I mean, it's it's she's playing the fucking niece of Dormammu, so it's literally we're getting the fucking. So unless we get like eight foot tall, head on fire Dormammu, like I don't care. No, but she's. If it's more like the comic book, she's a very important character. I mean, yeah, she becomes she becomes like the source of supreme of Earth. She marries Stephen. Yeah, like that becomes his love interest. But again, if we're going back to the dark dimension, which is what she opens a portal to, she's from the dark dimension. Yeah, which again makes no sense in the way they've set it up. Like, how did she age? But Time it's also doesn't pass in the dark dimension. I mean, apparently, also she has to the ability to jump dimensions universes because she's like now here's the thing like then they could they could literally like they could have set up that dimensions were different than the multiverse like every earth has a dark dimension like i would have accepted that explanation but yeah like she's just using a knife to cut out like if we're gonna say the dark dimension is another fucking you know part of the multiverse then yeah that's kind of dumb But I, I don't know, like, the only way I'm interested in seeing the Dark Dimension again is if I get a full humanoid, head-on-fire Dormammu. Like, that's all, I, that, that's all I care about. You know, this one... Um, this movie was also in 3D. Was it? Yeah. I didn't the, know 3D theaters even existed anymore. At the 20. Wow. You, you can watch it in 3D. Because I remember watching the first one in 3D... And just, it was so fucking amazing. Like the 3D effects was so fucking. Oh yeah, I mean amazing. digital effects. All digital scenes always look good in 3D because you can do it. You're not filming it with the double camera. You're literally doing the 3D in a digital, like all in After Effects or whatever you're using. Yeah, because I watched. I didn't watch the Dolby or the IMAX. I watched like regular fucking mm-hmm. digital, and a lot of scenes. A lot of scenes at the beginning when he's fighting the giant creature in New York, um, some of the special effects looked a bit rough. I mean, I didn't notice anything. I mean, we watched it in the Dolby. Yeah, you were in the Dolby. It's much, it's better picture, but yeah, crisper. Like, I didn't notice anything, really. I mean, it all looked fine to me. Uh, that fucking tentacle monster, they couldn't use the name because the name's owned by... The people who own Conan, Frank, was, like uh, whoever owns the Conan license, whatever company owns the Conan license, owns Shugamarath, which is the name of that monster. So they just called it Gargantos, because mm. it's supposed to be the tentacle thing from. Uh, I mean, what is it? The Marvel versus Capcom. It's, it was in one of those. Yeah, yeah. That's who it's supposed to be. And in that game, it was Shugamarath or whatever it is. But Conan, the Conan, whoever owns the rights to Conan owns that name. Because it's in, it's mixed, like, I guess that same creature is is in the Conan universe. So they couldn't use the name. It's like an, I guess it's like an elder god, but they've already created a fictional character of it. So they couldn't use it. Um, But, I mean, it's, I'm sure... Again, because this was like two different directors at some point and the script got changed, we got a subpar movie 
for a par movie. You know, Love and Thunder are pro- is probably going to be hilarious. It's also that's kind of the been the deal with Marvel. Like a lot of directors or writers drop out of the films like halfway through, and um, especially like people that's coming on to do sequels and stuff like that. Well, I mean, that's because they, they the, the directors or the writers of the originals have a, a what they want to do, and Kevin's like, no, this is the way we're going. Yeah. I mean, that's the one bad thing, I guess, you could say, having, like, one executive producer, like, controlling the story. Like, he's like, no, the story's going this way, and the director's like, well, no, I was going to do this and go, like, this way. Like, he's like, no, it doesn't fit the narrative that we're doing. It's also, going back to the Illuminati stuff, it's like, all right, this is, this dimension's greatest fucking heroes most powerful heroes and then you have what's his face um well Mordo I mean he Mordo. took over he took over as the Sorcerer Supreme that's the only reason he's there yeah I mean it should have got to be somebody else that's more powerful than him it was just a way to bring in the fucking cause we don't know what to do with him after the sequel yeah well hopefully he shows up in the third one yeah doing something and um Fuck, I was about to say something about that. I mean, you could have used Mordo as the villain and still made a horror movie. Oh. Because <laughs> um, you just have all these, like, sorcerers dying. Instead of him being the one to drug Strange and bring him to the Illuminati and stuff like that, could have had that Dimensions Coulson. Yeah. Be the fucking person. I know, we're doing multiverse and we're not going to bring Coulson in. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think that's where... Like, the fact that the people who write these scripts aren't fans. No, it's not that. It's the fact of, like you said, we're trapped in this fucking bubble of the um, Kevin Foggy's idea and blueprint. Well, I mean, I think even even if, like, you had we the story, like, all right, we need to be at this point at the end, it's we, still on the writer to go, okay, what can I do to get to that point? No, it's the fact of, I can't write it this way where I want because this affects this other person's writing for this upcoming movie that I mean, they would like, rather have the character in that comic movie. Comics have been doing that for fucking over a hundred years at this point. Like, it can be done. Clearly, they changed No Way Home to take America out of it because she was supposed to be the one that was opening up the, that opened up the fucking rifts to bring the Spider-Man over. Which is why that entire pro- that entire movie got rewritten because then why would she have to go just grab those two and you know the villains or whatever came over naturally like clearly there was a completely different plot for No Way Home no. that changed because the release dates changed no because they didn't open he didn't open another dimension to bring those. Spider-Man no, that's did. what I'm saying. They rewrote it to where they were already pulled over. Yeah. America was there in No Way Home to go get them. Oh, okay. So the villains came over, but not to see Not to see. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Okay. Like, they, America opened the portals to go get the other two, Spider-Men, to help him with the villains, which I'm like, so the whole plot of that movie was different. Yeah, so we'll but, see what God like. I have 
high expectations for Thor. Oh yeah, I mean fucking Taika Waititi is a fucking amazing director and he's writing it. Because everybody, all right. So when the trailer came out and everybody's shitting on it because it's like, why do you make Thor so fucking funny and comedic and blah blah blah? I was like, motherfuckers, y'all hated. The you first hated two. serious Thor. Yeah, the you first hate, two movies. You hated serious Thor. Kenneth Branagh fucking came in and made. Fucking Thor Shakespeare. Yeah, and that wasn't good enough. Yelp completely hated fucking part two, and I understand why, because it's not a good movie. Well, no, I mean, the fucking, the guy who played the villain is just a fucking douchebag. Like, I think that movie could have been, that that movie could have worked. And then Tata Waitiki comes in, and he's known as a comedic fucking and he makes a Writer great fucking movie, and yeah. this movie is going to be fucking hilarious, and it's going to be great, and Thor's going to go through some emotional shit. He made a fucking comedy. Out of Nazis. Yeah, about Hitler, and fucking World War II, and Nazis Nazi and shit. Nazi youth and shit, yeah, like, a it was just funny. as poignant as any fucking serious drama. Yeah. So, um, I think I cannot... Because the one thing that really sucks about Doctor Strange Two is it's because unfortunately I had such high ex- expectations. So I think we I think we both kind of suffered from building it up ourselves, thinking it was gonna do certain shit. Yeah, it's like oh my god, they're gonna introduce the fucking X Men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Four. that's my ba- like I have to like separate that. Like I'm the one that was like this is gonna be the fucking movie that fucking fixes that fixes the Fox problem. Yeah, and it wasn't. Like yeah, you got. Professor X and he's Professor X and he we still don't get him referred to as a mutant he's just a fucking like there's no explanation of who he is what he can do it's left on us to go oh yeah I remember that like oh yeah I know that they um, again who is gonna know who that black bolt was unless they watch that shitty inhuman show it's also you can't have fucking Wolverine as the part of the Illuminati I know you. Can't. I think there should have been other people there. The Hulk. Like if you were gonna know, like they should have had like bodyguards with them and shit. Well, if that... if Steven was such a threat, as they were saying, because yeah. they didn't care about Wanda, he was the threat. Why wasn't you're right? Why wasn't Logan or fucking Scott with Professor X? Why wasn't the rest of the Fantastic Four there? Why it... wasn't Why wasn't fucking uh? Crystal or Medusa with Black Bolt. Like, it didn't need to be a secret society like it is in 616. You could have had fucking Lockjaw, like, sitting Like, Lockjaw could have been, yeah, like, Lockjaw could have been just sitting there. Yeah. And, like, instead of fucking exploding fucking his head, Lockjaw could have fucking, like, teleported him out at the last fucking second. They, um... Like they was, I mean, they could have done all kind. Like, if you're gonna do the movie the exact same way, there's a bunch of other. Because again, you didn't need this to be a secret. Because clearly, it wasn't a secret society. No. Because you have like fucking scientists working for you and shit. Yeah. Whereas in the fucking comics, the Illuminati meet in secret. They make decisions that no one else gets to know about. Because it was like, oh man, I really want. Like, you can actually do because you're setting up Submariner who's a part of the comics, Illuminati, Black Bolt. Um, Professor X was fucking basically spoiled in the, the trailers. I mean, I think that was that was one they gave away just to make sure people fucking showed up. And then they gave away Peggy Carter. We In the last TV spot, yeah. And then... 
I mean, they were showing Captain Marvel the whole time, but yeah. no one knew who it was because they were too stupid to fucking pause. But the um, another thing that I didn't realize until the very end when I was watching the credits is Danny Elfman yep. did the fucking score. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like... Which I think he did the score for the Spider-Man movies. Yes, I think so too. Um, so, I mean, I think... I think that's a good enough. We've covered a lot. We're at almost two hours, and yeah. this thing's going to die. So, um, yeah, that's it for this episode of the Media Clash Podcast. I'm Wayne. That is Paul. And we will see you next week.